Hey friends, Emma here. It's Tuesday, August 30th. Welcome to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with your host, Kevin White. This is the podcast where we say yes to God's call to finish the task of the Great Commission. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin is a best-selling author, international speaker, and global brand publisher. He's founder executive director of Global Hope India and the CEO of Spirit Media. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Before starting today's episode, Kevin asked me to make sure you've heard about the Writers Club with Kevin White. Kevin just finished writing his third book in three years. He can help you write your first or next book. The Writers Club with Kevin White is a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Learn more at spiritmedia.us. That's spiritmedia.us. Okay, now here's your host, Kevin White. Hey, hey, everyone. I am so excited for today's episode. As you know, we have been engaging in a conversation between me and my co-host, Themsala, and a friend named Kumar in India. And we're talking about how to train people to pray. It's a simple way of discipling people to go and make disciples. But it starts with a core commitment on the discipline of prayer, the practice, the gift of prayer. And I hope you'll sit on the edge of your seat and really take in, allow this to be thought disturbing. You know, Romans 12 says that God transform us as we change our minds. And today, we want to change my mind, Timsala, Kumar, and your mind, all of our minds, to realize that it is time to unleash the church globally in order to fulfill Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. Listen in to this conversation. I'll be right back after the interview. So talk to us about your training program. When a person far from God comes to life in Christ, they are saved, they are baptized. How are they trained then to be a church planning pastor in a home church movement? What we do basically is it's uh, like from the very beginning, once they are baptized, we are teaching them how to pray. And once they pray, they, they themselves, they get the answer from the Lord. And we ask them every week, what happened the last week that you have prayed? Was there any successful or anything? When it comes, yes, then say, that is your testimony. I will let you know how to share your testimony. The first part, we are teaching them how to share the testimony. And every prayer, I tell you, every prayer, God brings victory and God answers our prayers. So that prayer, which has been answered, has become the testimony. You'll have to testify. So we say, who do you testify? Your own known people, which we use the word called oikos, O-I-K-O-S, which means the known people, your friends, your brothers, your sisters, anybody who knows you list out five names at least. So they will list out the five names. And then what we do, you go and share this. the first part. That is what we are leading to do. It's also a part of the Great Commission, teaching them from the, don't, we tell them, don't talk, 
don't say about great commission help them how to fulfill the great commission so mm-hmm. this is how we help them piece by piece so they go and share they feel excited i shared and today i feel good okay now what's next now you share god's story so we give a simple by four or five scriptures make a romans road or in in outside world we even use this hand gospel and we also use three circles so there are many ways to express uh, different communities so they learn everything and they go and share and they come and they they have accepted what shall i do next well teach them how to pray and help them what it mean by baptism so piece by piece we started doing it we have a process called three third we call like first when you come the first part is three questions we love to ask first greetings say uh, that is called member care we care one another and we ask them and that's how they feel about compassionate then we say then we ask uh, we just praise god with prayer and we ask the actually in the foreign term we say accountability but we don't use accountability we say testimony of what god has been doing it with what you have learned last week so they come up with ah these are the testimony i learned the last lesson and i applied and this is what god did okay now the second three third is we ask them a new lesson we teach them new lesson suppose if they have known about a prayer what's next ah he should be taking a baptism so we give a baptism teaching then we said after i tell the story i tell them retell the story again repeat the story so it's like a practice and repractice then we make a goal certain goals who should be teaching this lesson to whom a setting a goal pray together and lastly i do commission is a 3333333 333. so this is the process every week we used to have and whoever goes come back the answers give a new teaching so it's like a whole things and especially uh, the other groups teaching like a big set of teaching crash course like two days three days we give them like a bucket so each bucket we fill with the tools everything but when they go back they'll have to apply piece by piece drop by drop you know they'll have to apply but we what we do it we apply it on the ground on the field so i got the bucket in the training two days when temsula we all we got we got the bucket but when i came back i started giving piece but i didn't dump in everything bucket on a new salts or new beer step by step step so they get excited for each and every things they obey then they realize that i am a disciple of christ now i need to lead them for others to make them disciples so piece by piece be do and this is what i've been doing uh, training all over many countries that's good and that 139 is a piece it's a very simple piece who is your tree always ask who is your tree if there is no tree make tree mm-hmm. make tree Mm-hmm. and even the new new souls the new believers when they accept christ we ask them who is your five closest if they say i don't have any five then make five see there is one one person who came to my house from us he wanted to do some practical from the college graduate 
And when we did a training here, I told him about the Oikos meaning and I told him to write at least 10 names. He came up with zero. And I said, what? You don't have any friends. You are in the college. They said, yes, I'm in the college. Who is your professional name? I don't know. He doesn't even know the professor name. Mm. He said, I just go by bicycle. I take the notes. I come back. I go. I come back. He doesn't even know this. So I said, well, I cannot go further from here. You go back to US, get the names, all five of them, and then you do this. And he has to go back immediately to get the five names. See, getting the names, how do you get the names? You introduce yourself and let them introduce get the relationship everything has to be relationship in john 4 jesus he did not encounter the good samaritan woman immediately with the gospel he started saying give me a drink started making a relationship and people you know people are same like in a samaritan woman she was saying you are a jewish i'm a samaritan today everywhere in the world american will say you are indians we are americans you are Australians, you are Japanese, you know, you are Chinese, we are big guys, big, big. See, this is there. Ism is there everywhere. But we, in, in spite of this, if we make a relationship, a good relationship, they will hear about us and they will tell others. Samaritan woman started hearing about Jesus. Then what happened? She led the whole village mm -hmm. to Christ. So, the relationship is very important. Yeah. Love is very important to bring people Christ. So if anybody accepts Christ in the beginning, we give them enough love and we make a strong relationship and we say, who is your best five that we, they need to hear the gospel? So they give and, the answers. Yeah, to add to what Kumar is saying all these things for our listeners. Sometimes you might feel discouraged and say, you know, I cannot do this. But as a believer, for every believer, I, I just want to encourage you from John chapter 15, where Jesus says, abide in me. That's John chapter 15, verse 4 and 5. Abide in me and I in you. As the branches cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. And so this is an encouragement to every listeners that Jesus is promising that all these things are going to be possible. You can boldly be a witness to others or to your family members or to people around you. You can share about Christ, not just through your word, but through your lifestyle, through like Kumar was talking about new creation in Christ, where you are changing the way you are doing things. It doesn't mean you physically change and it can happen. I'm not saying that it cannot happen, but just all the choices, everything that you are making now, you are not going away, but you are coming in line with what God wants you to do. And so when we do that, it is all possible. You can share talk about Jesus. Other people will come to know Jesus because of you and I. And so I just want to encourage our listeners as well um, from what Kumar has 
shared, you can be an inspiring leaders as well. Yeah. 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 The first Peter 2, 9 and 10 clearly says that we are chosen. Today, the number of people, the new creation in Christ, we have given a choice to become a new creations is because we need to be a priesthood, a royal priesthood. We are a holy tribe, a holy nation. Yeah. The holy, the holy thing is your sharing of the gospel is a holy thing mm-hmm. because you are leading somebody into the kingdom of God. So these are the activities that Christians should have. It's a lifestyle. Sharing the gospel, reaching to the lost is a lifestyle of that's what I mean about Christianity. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I it's a lifestyle. That. I love that. I, I just have this sense that there are some in the audience right now that are really in despair and they're struggling because they're addicted and they don't feel like they're holy at all. And yet they know Jesus. They, their sins have been forgiven. If they were to die tonight, they'd go to heaven because of the blood of Jesus on them. But their life here on earth is a mess. And they just feel like they have so, they're so far away from where God would want them to be that they've just lost hope in that. And I want you to know that you can break free from addiction right now in the name of Jesus by entering in to the ministry of the gospel. We think, but I need to go to training. I need four years of Bible training before I can disciple someone. And that is a lie from hell. It is not biblical. Yes, if you have the gift of God for formal education, devour it, be a faithful steward of it, but don't limit yourself if you don't have the formal education. And don't think that you have to meet certain requirements before you can begin to share the gospel with others. You need to get out of your addiction and get out of, of what's holding you back. Uh, maybe you're unemployed and you feel like you don't have the resources. So I want you to hear Kamar's testimony. He sold his car to start a hundred churches. He sold his resources. And yet so many evangelists are saying, brother, buy me a bike. I can go evangelize. If I had a car, I could go evangelize. And we're believing the enemy schemes that we have to wait in order to share. If you needed a car, God would give you a car. But why would he give you a car if you're not even sharing by using your own two feet? Now, I'm not judging. I'm not condemning. If you are praying fervently for a car, God bless you. But check that biblically as as just realizing there's nothing. There is nothing that stops you from what Kamar just trained us in. Nothing unless you're not born again. And as soon as you say, Father, I'm a sinner. I trust Jesus to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart from this day forward. I choose to follow you. You are as holy as you're ever going to be. You can be smoking dope, but you're still as holy as you're ever going to be. So stop the addiction. Stop the pornography. Stop the sicknesses and get on to being the new creation Kamar's talking about. That's the Bible. That's the truth. 
And the reason we struggle with all of these sinful things is because we never enter into the being the new creation that we've been created to be. We're living the old life instead of entering into the new life. We're allowing the church to tell us to sit down and let someone pastor us instead of us standing up and being a pastor. And there's a big difference. Thank God for your pastor, but your pastor should be, should be discipling you to be a pastor. And if your pastor is not discipling you to be a pastor, you need to get under a pastor that will disciple you to be a pastor. Well, our time is up. Kamar, you have been so gracious to share with us. Thank you so much. Yes. Tim, Thank for you. Introducing us. And I hope that this is one of many and my wheels are turning already on how we can hopefully be a blessing to introducing Kamar to a lot of other people that need, yes. that need this practical theology. We talk about in ministry school, you talk about practical theology and there is nothing more practical than just teaching a new believer how to pray. That's practical theology. Yes. yes. Teaching them to depend upon the Holy Spirit instead of the, to, to depend upon you and letting the Holy Spirit guide them to rise up and be the church planning pastor. All 7 billion people on planet earth have been created to be. Yes. Tamar, thank you. The last, yeah, thank you. The last thing is Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, which is essential to be practiced by every church on earth, whether it's a house church or mega church. They need to focus on this. It says, you know, all, all the gifts that church require is already there. God has given. We need to equip for them for his service. If we practice this, I think the seven million, the seven billion people will do have chance to hear at least once about Jesus Christ. Thank you. God bless you. This is a wonderful time I spent time. <laughs> and there you have it. A powerful and simple conversation about training people to pray. This is a part of unleashing the church to be the church, not building a church in brick and mortar buildings, but allowing the people to come in. Do you know Jesus? Yes or no? If you do, then are you a person of prayer? Yes or no? You are to be a person of prayer. And then you can go out and let people know you're praying for them and invite them to know Jesus as well. We want to unleash the church, go out and be the church. Research shows 3 billion people still have limited to no access to know about Jesus. Did you know that if 3 billion people formed a human chain, it would circle the earth at the equator 75 times? One of those billion people far from God calls India home. Global Hope India has been empowering Christian churches throughout India as they provide access for all people to know about Jesus. Learn more at globalhopeindia.org. That's globalhopeindia.org. Thank you for listening to the Missions Changed My Life show by Global Hope India with Kevin White. Don't forget to visit spiritmedia.us for the Writers Club with Kevin White, a weekly small group via Zoom with writers for accountability and structure through coaching and collaboration. Visit spiritmedia.us today. Visit kevinwhite.us and join thousands of subscribers to Kevin's free daily one-minute motivation series called Generously Blessed. Kevin's books, Audacious Generosity 
and Get to the Point are available in hardback, paperback, ebook, and audiobook at kevinwhite.us, worldwide on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and everywhere books are sold. Your five-star review on Amazon will be greatly appreciated. This has been Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright Global Hope India, all rights reserved. Each week, we bring you a message of how God uses missions to bring real and lasting change through Jesus Christ. Join Global Hope India again next week for Missions Changed My Life with Kevin White.